Welcome to the Smith Figures What by Lady Fashion podcast presented by myself, Victoria Eyork. Thank you so much for joining us today, and without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father Lord God, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we thank you for all your goodness and we thank you for your Holy Spirit in our lives. Help us to understand the importance of your Holy Spirit in our lives and help us to understand your word as we read it and help us to put it in practice in Jesus Christ's name. We pray. Amen. Okay, so the title after this message is the purpose of the bar. The title after this message is the purpose of the bar. Let us go to Acts chapter 1 verse 4 to 14 and Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. Acts chapter 1 4 to 14 and Acts chapter 2 1 to 4. We are in the New King James Version. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit, not many days from now on. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, Will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost shall come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Oliver, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. This all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication, with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Now let us go to Acts chapter 2, 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now let us go back to our key verse, Acts chapter 2 verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Okay, as previously said, the title after this message is the purpose of the power. 
Before Jesus went to heaven, he told his disciples that they were going to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. It was important for them to receive the power of the Holy Spirit for the ministry to continue properly. And the power of the Holy Spirit was not only for the early apostles, because some people believe that it was just for the early apostles, but no, the early apostles and disciples. It is for all of us who came to Christ, because God wants us to have that power to accomplish the works that Jesus gave us as a mission, all of us, the great commission for all believers, as in Mark chapter 6, 15 to 18. We have to make disciples to teach them the same things that Jesus taught. We have to cast out demons, set people free, raise the dead, heal people, heal the sick. That's what we are called to do. So there's this very interesting story shared by Smith Wigglesworth. He says that, actually, let me take his voice. It's going to be better. This is Smith Wigglesworth speaking. After I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, I sought the mind of the Lord as to why I had been baptized. One day I came home from work and went into the house. My wife asked, which way did you come in? I told her that I had come in the back door. She said, there is a woman upstairs who has brought an 80-year-old man to be prayed for. He is raving and a great crowd has gathered outside the front door ringing the doorbell and wanting to know what is going on in the house. The Lord quietly whispered, This is what I baptized you for. I carefully opened the door of the room where the man was, desiring to be obedient to what the Lord would say to me. The man was crying and shouting in distress, I am lost, I am lost, I have committed the unpardonable sin, I am lost, I am lost. My wife asked Smith, What should we do? The Spirit of the Lord moved me to cry out, Come out, you lying spirit! In a moment, the evil spirit went and the man was free. God gives deliverance to the captives and the Lord said to me, This is what I baptized you for. There is a place where God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, reigns supreme in our lives. The Spirit reveals, unfolds, and takes of the things of Christ and shows them to us, as says Jesus in John chapter 16, verse 14. First thing I want to say is, the first time I read this, I was moved. Because I too... I experienced that, believing that I had committed the unpardonable sin. I had read the verses about the unpardonable sin like many years ago, perhaps 10 years ago. I read the verses about it and and then I had many thoughts in my mind, unwanted thoughts, which definitely were not from God, but from the devil. And then because of those thoughts, I was sure that I had committed the unpardonable sin. And that week was horrible, I can tell you. I was scared, crying, worried, begging God to save me. And Anyway, to summarize everything, it was all an attack of the devil. It was an evil spirit. At the time, I did not know it. I, I read through stuff on the internet like to reassure myself and to feel better. And it took really a lot of time to, like, to get through that. It's... <laughs> It's it's sad when I read this. It's actually sad that I did not have the privilege to have like someone like Smith Wigglesworth who would like cast the spirit out just like that, you know, as 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 my pastor, Pastor Gary Blake says, you do not counsel out evil spirits, you cast them out. <laughs> Had I known at that time, because when you are still like a baby in the faith, 
there's some things that you do not know, unfortunately. Had I known that, not every thought, because this is something that I learned, it took me years to learn it. And I, I hope it's going to help someone right now. Not every thought that you have is actually coming from you. Surprise, for those who do not know it. Some of the thoughts that you have are actually suggestions from the devil. They are not all, not all thoughts you have are coming from you. At times the devil will put thoughts in your mind, make you believe that those are your thoughts so that you're going to believe that you are like completely lost and that you're going to hell. And at the time I did not know, but fortunately by God's grace, now I know when you have an, an unwanted thought, it does which is not from God. And how do you know that it's not from God if it does not align with the Bible? Just say this, live now in Jesus Christ's name. Come out in the name of Jesus. Stop in Jesus Christ's name. You, you blast it out. You cast it out. You fight it. You command it to live because you have authority in Jesus Christ's name. This is something that I did not know before. So I suffered with unwanted thoughts for a lot of time. I had Christian OCD. You can check what it is. Uh, obsessive compulsive. Christian obsessive compulsive is other way. You think that you've committed unpardonable sin, that you're going to hell, and you have lots of thoughts that are unwanted in your mind. And <laughs> I don't even know why I'm sharing all this. <laughs> I had not talked about it for years. But perhaps someone's going to listen to this and relate to somebody else he knows or to himself or herself. And you're going to understand that actually it's an attack from the devil. To summarize it all, it's an attack from the devil. And you do not have to live with it. This is the best news ever. You don't have to live with it. You command it to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. You stand firm against it. Even if it, when it tries to resist you, you speak to that thing and you tell it that you know that it has to live because you command in Jesus' name. And it's going to live because you... Uh, you I using the name of Jesus and you have faith in the name of Jesus. It's as easy as that. So what I really like here in this story is that he does not counsel the you, you see he did not come and say, Oh no, why did you think do you think that you committed unpardonable sin? Tell me more about it. Tell me like what's going on and stuff. He just cast the spirit out and he <laughs> Not only do we need people like that in our lives, we have to be this type of people for others. Because some people will come to you and tell you the problems that they have. And <laughs> honestly, you'll be tempted to give advice. You'll be tempted to, to try every psychological means to help them. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please cast the thing out. Like, cast it out. Don't try to cancel it out. Cast it out for real. Make it a habit that everything that is not of God, you are not going to like to to play with it. You are just going to command it to live in Jesus' name. Make it a me too. I have to learn to make it. A, I've already made it a habit myself. Now I have to learn to make it a habit when someone comes to me with something. But really, let's make it a habit. When I had this problem and I went on the website. They, they explained lots of those stuff which seemed logical and which would help from time to time. Like, there's this thing that I said that um, the real reason why if you think you've committed unpardonable sin and you, you are repentant and you're feeling bad about it and you want to be saved, uh, it's a sign that you've not really committed unpardonable sin because actually the, the, the Holy Spirit convicts you of sin, right? If somebody commits the unpardonable sin, it means he has rejected completely the Holy Spirit. And since it's impossible for this person to be forgiven, it means that the Holy Spirit has left, like the, the, 
the, the, the, this character of the Holy Spirit to convict you of sin has completely left the person. So the person does not even have the ability to repent, which means that if somebody really commits the unpardonable sin, he will not first notice it. Second, he will not feel bad about it. He will not be convicted. Nothing. He will be fine. He will be perfectly okay because, first of all, he has rejected the Holy Spirit. And since he's rejected the Holy Spirit, he cannot even feel conviction for sin because there's no possibility for that. So this is like a sign that somebody has not really committed unpardonable sin. So when someone comes to you like crying, oh, I feel bad. I'm sure I've committed unpardonable sin. It's over for me. Like I'm... (laughs) It's a sure sign that this person has not committed unpardonable sin. But instead of explaining all this to the person, because like though I read it and it was explained to me, I still struggled with those thoughts and the tears and the hopelessness and the depression and the... <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, because I'm free. <laughs> I am kind of laughing about it right now because I realized that it was so easy to solve it. Like, all those years of stress and reading stuff to feel better and stressing again and reading stuff to feel better and unwanted thoughts and stuff, it could have been solved by a simple come out in the name of Jesus. Do you see how easy God made it for us? And when we don't know, when we don't know the truth, we complicate our lives. So let me, let me just like bring us back to the topic of today, the power of the Holy Spirit. So the reason why you receive the power of the Holy Spirit is amongst many other things, so that you will be able to stand against every attack of the devil and to win against every attack of the devil. When stuff like that comes into your life, you should not be begging and crying and asking God, please save me. And he's already sent Jesus to save you. He's already given you the name of Jesus. You have authority and power in Jesus' name. Command that thing to leave and mean it when you command it to leave. So let us go back to Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and let's confess this together. Confess along with me, please. I have received power, dunamis, force, miraculous power, a miracle in itself, ability, abundance, meaning, might, strength, violence, power, mighty and wonderful work, since the Holy Ghost has come upon me, and I am now a witness, a martyr, a record of Jesus, not just where I am, but unto the uppermost parts of the earth. Okay, so basically the reason why you receive the Holy Spirit, the power, if you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive power. So the very reason why you receive this power is so that whatever the thing that the devil brings upon you, you crush it. I mean, you crush it, you destroy it, you annul it, you finish with it. Like, seriously, you you are called to win. Thanks be to God. He causes us to triumph always in Christ Jesus. So keep in your mind that you are born in Christ to win against the devil and that the devil is already defeated for. So let us go to Smith because what's good for the day. The Holy Spirit prepares us to be more than a match for satanic forces. The Holy Spirit prepares us to be more than a match for satanic forces. So go forth and crush the crush crush every single attack of the enemy against you, like seriously. Okay. Let us pray. Father God, the mighty King of Glory, thank you for the good news. Thank you for the the good news in Christ Jesus. Thank you for realize the Holy Spirit in us than the enemy who is against us. 
So thank you because we have victory and whatever the circumstance that they will try to create against us, we have authority and we will stand firm and exercise that authority in Jesus Christ's name. And I could not end this without taking time to pray for anybody who is listening to this. If you have scrupulosity, Christian OCD, religious OCD, or any thoughts of like suicide, depression, or any negative thoughts because you think that you have committed the unpardonable sin, we're going to do it easy. I set you free right now in Jesus Christ's name. You lying spirit, you come out in the name of Jesus Christ now. And you do not return in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to subscribe, like, and follow us for more. And please be there tomorrow for the next part. And do not forget to share this with your friends, family, and anybody who needs to listen to it. God bless you. Bye-bye.